Hey guys, welcome back to ADHD Remission. Today we are going to be talking about um, a very common supplement that's being used or being recommended to be used for um, treatment or, you know, yeah, treatment of ADHD. So you probably heard of it. It's actually, it's recommended not even just for, it's recommended for everything. You know, cardiovascular disease, brain health, um, all this stuff it's being recommended for. Um, I'm not so convinced about all of it. And that's what we're going to be discussing in this episode. So which supplement am I talking about? Um, the famed heart-healthy omega-3 fatty acid, the fish oil. Actually, you know what, matter of fact, we're going to combine this into, into two things. And the first one is going to be how I don't think that omega-3s are really so good. And the second thing is going to be on how fish oil especially is very toxic. So let me get the sun here. Yeah, I know I told you guys to get in the sun, but um, it's kind of irritating me, so <laughs> I'd rather record it in the, in the shade. Next episode will probably be on the sun. Yeah, next episode is going to be on sun exposure. This one, this episode is going to be on um, fish oil and this new kind of fish oil craze that we're going into, which um, I have a lot of contentions with. So let's just start off with the fact that um, their most fish oils are rancid. So... Um, as you probably know if you watch my, or hopefully you know that omega-3 is polyunsaturated fatty acid. So when it comes to fats, when it comes to lipids, there's saturated fats, which are odd chain and uh, long chain saturated, or long chain fats. Um, there are monounsaturated fats, which I'm pretty sure is just omega-9. And then there are polyunsaturated fats, which are omega-3 and omega-6. Um, if you didn't watch that video, or you... If you don't listen to that episode, then um, polyun is that saturated fats. The main the main difference is that they have more double bonds. The more unsaturated it is, that means the more double bonds that it has. So poly means it has multiple, mono means it has one, saturated means it has zero. The more double bonds there are in the lipid, um, sorry, I don't mean to confuse you here, but it's easier for oxygen to get in, and then a process occurs known as oxidation. Um, oxidation is a necessary process for our health, but um, when it happens to our fats, it's not so good. It's not so necessary. It's definitely not so good because um, when fats oxidize, it creates lots of problems. It creates, you know, it's starting to look like a cigarette. Formaldehyde, benzene, acrolein. Um, it creates free radicals. So, and this is why I don't ever eat fast food. One cup of McDonald's french fries has as much acrolein and acrolein is the main um, oxidative breakdown product of tobacco. So not like the stuff they add to cigarettes, just to the tobacco. The, the main breakdown product, oxidative breakdown product of tobacco is acrolein. Um, one cup of McDonald's french fries has more acrolein than 46 cigarettes. <laughs> um, kind of crazy. So I would, that's why I recommend people, I would just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat at restaurants. And if I have to eat at a restaurant, Absolutely will not be fast food. I'd rather, I'd rather just fast. I would I would not. And I'm not big on fasting, but um, under no circumstance will, you know, I'm not going to smoke 46. That's crazy. That's off the table. That's off the table. So formaldehyde, benzene, like it, it looks like a cigarette. When these things oxidize, they look like cigarettes. So um, that's the first reason that you want to avoid polyunsaturated fats is that they're very prone to oxidation and lipid peroxidation. So 
um, the main times these are going to happen. The first thing is um, if you're getting, if you're getting, if you have to, if you have, I would, I still wouldn't even recommend this. But if you have to eat a vegetable oil, I would recommend, and you don't have to, I wouldn't recommend it at all. But um, I guess harm reduction, you can get uh, cold pressed. Because if you don't get, if you get, if it doesn't say cold pressed, what they do, they heat it to like 400, sometimes even like 800 degrees. Um, and then it literally like 100% oxidizes it, like literally oxidizes to 100%. Um, and then what they'll do is they'll deodorize it and they'll, uh, it's called refined bleached and deodorized. They're called RBD oils uh, in the industry. That's the industry jargon. But they're literally deodorized so that they don't smell just terrible from all the rancidity. Because that's what they are. They're rancid oils. Um, they're literally they're literally rancid oils. They've, 2023, we're con- convinced that like actual like rancid fats are heart healthy. I'm not sure. Never made a lot of sense to me. But even if you're gonna argue, even even and this is something that even the Harvard people have said. This is something that even the even the you know the experts that they've kind of had to admit that um, seed like quote seed oils. Um, no matter what position you take. If you're if it doesn't say cold pressed, then it's just it's abominable. It's about am I even I don't know. So if you're if you're consuming like some food and one of the ingredients is a seed oil, it's not cold pressed. Unless it says it's not cold pressed because those cost a lot more, it's hot pressed. And if it's hot pressed, it means it is basically a cigarette. Um, so first thing, I I would avoid polyunsaturated fats at all costs. If you absolutely have to, I would, you know, go for a cold press. So the first problem with polyunsaturated fats is that they oxidize very easily. Um, Omega-3s oxidize very, very easily. And there's been this narrative that the real problem isn't, you know, seed oils or polyunsaturated fats. It's the omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. Um, And actually, yeah, let's talk about that in this episode. I, should we? No, no, I need to have that for another. This is already six minutes. Um. But I don't. We'll see. I don't. I don't think that that's the real. I think that is a problem. I don't. I think that's kind of a, a red hair. I, I don't think that that's the real problem. Um, and so what we've done, we've in, introduced these fish oils, and I think this is actually the reason that fish oils have been shown to be so anti-inflammatory, and you know have all these positive effects. It's because um, they counteract some of the damage of omega six, and omega six blocks the anti-inflammatory properties of omega three. Um, I don't think you need to take any omega-3 supplements. I don't think you need to be eating any fatty fish. I would actually recommend against eating fatty fish, and I'd recommend against fish oils. Like I'm saying, um, omega-3s have a much lower oxidation temperature point than like some some omegas, like some like soybean oil actually has a high smoking point, and it's going to oxidize below its smoking point, but um, it's not going to fully oxidize until it really gets to like a higher, it's like, I think it's like 400, maybe even 500, it's something, it's something pretty high. Um, fish oils, no. Let me let me see what it is. EPA, I don't know DHA smoke point. Okay, it doesn't even show because no, like have you wonder ever wondered like you can't cook with fish oil because it'll just oxidize instantly. So um, there's I I've seen some kind of study floating. I'll see if I can find it right now. Um, rancid fish oils. Yeah, okay, we're not going to find this in this episode. Again, I don't really try and script these things. I try and be authentic. But um, 
a lot of fish oils are oxidized. They're fully oxidized. So the problem with this is, you know, you take a soybean oil. It's not going to be fully oxidized if it's cold-pressed, but all the fish oils are going to be 100% oxidized, even if they say cold-pressed because I think once it gets like 150 or maybe like 180, it's just oxidized. And the reason humans, we live in a hotter in a, in a hotter climate. We're like coconuts, right? That's why coconut oil is so saturated because it needs to be, it needs to be, it needs to be um, able to sustain higher temperatures. It needs to be solid at a higher temperature. Fish need to have more polyunsaturated fats because they swim in a kind of, you know, warmer ocean. And so they're going to be, and same thing with worms, same thing with insects. Um, I, I, am, I am not definitely not convinced on insects, not convinced on seed oils, definitely not convinced on insects. Even for climate change, um, these things, I think they're like 30, 30 minimum percent linoleic acid. That's going to be terrible. Um, that's going to make you very fat. That's going to make you very hungry. That's going to make you very um, hypothyroid and hypometabolic. But let's get back to fish oils. So the problem, first problem with fish oils, they're all, they're always oxidized. Honestly, they're there's always going to be oxidized. There's not really much you can do unless you know you're going to get the fish yourself and you're going to cut out the oil. You're not going to get a fish oil that's not oxidized. It's just not really going to happen. Um, it has a super low smoking point, a super low oxidation point, and it's going to oxidize even below that point because it's polyunsaturated. So yeah, like I said, first problem, it's going to oxidize. It's going to start to look like a cigarette. Um, second problem is it's fish. So this is something I have a big problem with um, is that, you know, American Heart Association, you know, all these, you know, the dietary, whatever, right? The dietary recommendations. Think about it. What are we being recommended to eat right now? Um, eat lots of fish. This is their, like, newest thing. Because before they were pushing, like, a low-fat... Like, you know, lo- keep, keep, like, low fat. Now, they're actually not doing that anymore. They're doing something I think is far more dangerous. I would much rather eat low fat than what they're currently recommending right now. I think what they're currently recommending right now is um, to eat not, like, necessarily high fat, but a higher fat diet um, and then have all those fats be good fats. Well, I, I, if you hear someone, like, simplify something like that, easily like the, the term good fats like you already know they're kind of being bogus like yeah, nutrition just became so simple like there's good fats in there although I do think there's good fats I think there's bad fats but like just to say like I might you guys might not be following me at all but whenever I hear anyone say like healthy fats or good fats I think the, the problem for me is that um, the things we're, be to- we're being told are healthy fats and good fats are literally the opposite so um, we're being told to eat lots of fish. Uh, we're trying we're trying to get as much polyunsaturated fats as possible and monounsaturated fats. Before, they were recommending to eat olive oil. And now they're kind of slowly, they're slowly shifting. And they're saying, like, yeah, maybe, you know, canola oil is a little bit healthier. Um, I think they're having trouble because the antioxidants, the antioxidant craze in, in, the, in, the, in the olive oil. But, I mean, they're, they're trying to shift it because... Um, it's a lot cheaper than olive oil, and it's a lot easier to convince people to eat something that's cheap than something like olive oil, which is expensive, especially high-quality olive oil. Um, I think that the Mediterranean diet that's being proposed is a perversion. <laughs> I, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of this diet at all. Um, I think that th- it causes like literally acute insulin resistance when you eat it. Um, we might make an episode on that on why I think that why it causes acute insulin resistance, but which just means short term like instant you instantly become 
uh, more insulin resistant when you eat Mediterranean. Or <laughs> what they're saying is Mediterranean. We're not going to talk about that. What we're going to talk about is they're telling us to eat a lot of fish. I do not agree with this. So this may come as a surprise to some of you. Um, the reason I do not eat fish, I don't eat fish at all. I don't care about omega-3s. I, I get enough just from beef fat, which is a very low amount of omega-3s, but um, it's enough because I don't have any omega-6, which is blocking the omega-3 absorption. So, um, I want you guys to do this Google search with me. Or maybe you're on your phones, you won't participate. Um, just wait a second, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is. But if you're on your computer, I want you to just participate with me. I want you to open Google, right? And you're going to type in one-fifth of fish. And not, not, no numbers. Okay, just follow me. O-N-E space F-I-F-T-H space O-F space F-I-S-H. And look at that, look at that first result. This is why I do not eat fish. Um, One-fifth of male fish in UK rivers <laughs> produce eggs. So these are going to be very contaminated with endocrine disrupting chemicals. Obviously, to get to that point where a male fish is going to start producing eggs and to have 20% at that, and I brought this up to my mom, oh, I've never eaten any river fish. Well, um, it's basically the same everywhere. It's not, it's, not, it's not basically the same everywhere, but um, it is ubiquitous in the water. So there's going to be, you know, these transsexual, and they're, whatever, I... I don't mean to make this political. I'm not trying to make this political. I'm just saying, for pragmatic purposes, when you eat fish, and the, the fatty fish, which is what they're telling you to eat. They're not telling you to eat lean fish. They're telling you to, eat to get your healthy fats from the fish. The healthy fats from the fish is full of PFAs, herbicides, uh, microplastics. A lot of times, just like actual pieces of plastic, um, which are being like absorbed in the fat cells, that is a ton of estrogen. Um, you know, industrial solvents. Um, there's tons of heavy metals nowadays. Mercury, um, cadmium, in some cases, like uranium. Just crazy stuff. I do not think we should be eating fatty fish. Because um, when, you, when your body takes in toxins, and this it occurs for all species everywhere. It's, there's no species that they don't have this. Endocrine disruptors and heavy metals are... Fat soluble. That might. Hold on, I'm pretty sure it is lead fat soluble. Yeah. So heavy metals are fat soluble. We know that. I don't even know. I had to look it up. That I already knew that. Um, endocrine disruptors. Ninety percent. A lot. There's a couple. Like you know, maybe PFAs or but PFAs are just going to turn to estrogen in the body, and that's going to be fat soluble. So hormones and all endocrine disruptors are fat soluble. This is why if you have an olive oil container, it should not be plastic. That's going to leach. That's even worse than a plastic water bottle. Um, but yeah, um, when the fish are, and the fish are so messed up, I think that fish are going to, we're going to see massive extinction of fish populations in the next five to ten years. Because on this effect, if you can't tell, um, male fish becoming female fish, and I'm not talking about like they're starting, like they literally acquire female biology, um, this is going to make them infertile. They're not reproducing if they're doing this, right? Or no, sometimes they actually go and they mate with males and they can actually have babies. That's how much estrogen is actually in the fish. Um, but I think that we're going to see big problems with fish populations in the coming years. And frogs, 
but you've heard about the, you know, the transgender frogs, or whatever, and you know, people are saying it's a conspiracy theory, or you know, like the frogs are actually just that's normal that they're transgender. It's it's not normal. Okay, look at the fish. Uh, we see the same thing happening in fish. Um, no matter how you look at it, it's not good when male fish start producing eggs. <laughs> that is that is not something you want. You, I mean, if, if you have a female fish, it's a normal amount of hormones. But if you have a male fish who, that has enough estrogen that it starts producing eggs, there's so, I, I don't I don't think people can comprehend the amount of estrogen that's actually in these fat cells, and then you eat it because the American Heart Association told you that it's heart healthy. Um, it's even if you take away the fact that polyunsaturated fats are not heart healthy because they oxidize. Um, it could be not heart healthy just from the fact that it's so anti-androgenic. It has, just has so many toxins. I avoid fish a lot. And um, obviously fish oil is oil that's taken from the fish. Um, and I would I would question you to see if you can find an organic fish oil. I really doubt you can. I doubt you can find an organic fish oil. It probably doesn't exist. Let me find it. It probably doesn't. It definitely doesn't exist. It, yeah, it definitely doesn't exist. But, I mean... Yeah, well, there's there's wild caught, wild caught farmed. It doesn't make any difference to me. Um, the wild caught, those are the ones that are transgender, and I don't want to eat a transgender fish because that's going to be filled with estrogens. So, hmm, I actually can't find any. Yeah, that's very strange. I can't find any organic fish oils. So what that means, <laughs> I I don't even think they can call. I, I they might not even be able to call a fish organic. I mean, they shouldn't be able to because. It's not organic. The same way that I don't, they, there's not a lot of honey that you're gonna be able to find that's organic because the bees fly around. That's not as big of a problem. The biggest problem I think is fish. I think that people are exposed to a lot of endocrine receptors through these fish. It doesn't matter if it's farmed. It doesn't matter if it's wild caught. It doesn't matter if it's in the Atlantic. There's PFAs found in the water of the freaking Faroe Islands. Do you know the the Faroe Islands? <laughs> they don't, they don't have any industry up there. They still have PFAs. So, it's ubiquitous. I'm sorry, it's ubiquitous. You know, your Atlantic, fresh caught. I don't know. You can eat fish. Um, I would advise you try and get leaner fish, leaner kinds of fish, fish that are going to be lower on the food chain, maybe have less um, acquired toxins because the fish, they eat each other. <laughs> you have a transgender fish and it eats another transgender fish. <laughs> and then it's even more estrogen. So, uh, I don't know, guys. I would personally try and avoid the stuff fish oil that's concentrated fish fat um, that's just gonna be full and we know that you know when we use oils when we use kind of like supplements they're going to make it in the cheapest way possible which means that they're gonna be using farmed and like the lowest quality possible and the, the farmed actually it does kind of make a difference the farmed fish are exposed to a lot more pesticides and herbicides than um, than uh, freshwater fish, but as you just saw, the freshwater fish <laughs> are the ones that they tested. And turns out, you eat five fish in a year, um, one of them is going to be transgender. So I uh, watch out. Again, this is not political. I'm just saying I do not want to eat something that's transgender because that means that it contains a lot of endocrine disrupting chemicals. So. Two reasons not to take fish oil. Three reasons not to take fish oil. First of all, you don't need it. You just need to reduce your omega-6. 
um, there is a very good, there's a good study we're going to go over that talks about um, prenatal omega-6 to omega-3 ratios and ADHD. I think that that is causative, but I don't think you need to increase your omega-3. That's dumb. Just decrease your omega-6. I don't think omega-3s are heart healthy. Um, we're going to be going over a study. You know what? what yeah, frick it. Let's just go over it right now. I just said frick. I'm really losing myself. I can't swear on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Nucosa hexanoic acid inhibits the growth of hormone-dependent prostate cancer cells by promoting the degradation of the androgen receptor. So we already know that all types of PUFA are anti-androgenic. We already know that, and if you don't know what androgens are, those are male hormones. And in females, they're also very important because they're very important for dopamine levels. Very important for ADHD. I talk about, like I said, I talk about androgens every single episode. <laughs> um very important for adequate dopamine production um, and we live in a society where you are practically forced to have low androgens because of things like fish and because of things like you know tap water and um, and plastics and PFAs and sunscreen and um, what else there's a lot of stuff um, stuff in the air I actually have a list of 500 endocrine chuckers or it's off. It's like it's like three hundred. I, I don't. I don't even know how many it is. It's a lot of words. It's, it's like three pages. Um, I might. I might post that at some point. Um, right now we're going over DHA. So DHA is one of these heart healthy omega three fatty acids. Turns out, um, heart healthy, uh, not ADHD healthy because it promotes the degradation of the androgen receptor. Um, and I mean, unfortunately, this is a vitro study. If you don't know what that means, it means that they do it on like cells individually. Um, Vivo means they're doing it in people. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is vitro. So it's not that good. Um, it's enough for me to avoid it. I already know that PUFA is anti-androgenic. It blocks, um, it blocks DHT. I think DHT is very important for ADHD. I don't think we should be eating all these foods which are blocking DHT. I'm a big fan of DHT. I'm bold. <laughs> No, I'm joking. I have a buzz cut. I'm growing my hair back right now, actually. But I'm a big fan of DHG. It's very important for dopamine production. Um, and I don't think we should be blocking it with things like polyunsaturated fats, especially omega-3. You know, the omega-3 is said to be the better of the, uh, the, the fats. I don't agree with that, actually. I think that in many cases it's... Is it, uh, I don't know if I would say it's... I would say it's on par with linoleic acid for... Um, it's negative effects. As we know, linoleic acid, uh, it literally attaches to the cannabinoid receptor. And this is one This is one thing that I mentioned in my pilot. Sorry, we're making this a little bit long. We're just going to go with this. You can click off if you want. But um, linoleic acid, you know, these experts who are debunking all these seed oil claims, you won't see any of them talk about, they'll go for the low-hanging fruit. Why are we not hearing experts talk about 2-AG? Why are we not hearing experts talk about the fact that linoleic acid literally attaches to the cannabinoid receptor it basically gives you munchies <laughs> like imagine imagine how fat our society would get if we just had the munchies 24 7 i want you to think about this if we had the munchies 24 7 imagine how fat we would get and then look around you because everyone has the munchies and the reason everyone has the munchies is because linoleic acid um attaches to the it increases 2-AG, which is an endogenous cannabinoid, um, which promotes the munchies, the munchies effect. So things like DHA, 
you know, these things, very anti-androgenic, um, promoting in Alzheimer's in high doses. We're not going to go over a lot of different studies. I just wanted to go over that one really quickly. So, um, I'm going to be talking about polyunsaturated fatty acids a lot here. I call it PUFA. Um, it's one of the six uh, things that I really think cause ADHD. I really, I'm really against this stuff, guys. If you take, I don't know if I would say if you would take one thing from this, it would be to get rid of PUFA. I think, I think that these six are not just for ADHD. I think that they're for health, like for health in general. I think most problems can be just um, put down to those six, except stress. Um, I don't think stress is. I think it's you know kind of causative in ADHD, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it in the top six. But those those six, the dopaminergics, endocrine receptors, polyunsaturated fatty acids, exercise, uh, nutrient deficiencies, and serotonin. I think that these are really um, the six things which are causing. I think almost all of our poor health in this country and in this world in general, because in other countries it's unfortunately increasing as well, can be summarized by these um, these six. You know, plagues. That's what I would call it. But yeah, um, I have some fish oil. I was taking it for a while. I didn't really see any difference. Um, I saw some. This is a, this is a long time ago. I saw some, you know, like bodybuilding, like TikTok, where it was like this burns fat, and I'm like, oh. And, <laughs> and I started taking it, and you know, I didn't really feel any different. I'm sure it would benefit me back then because. Even with the formaldehyde, even with the benzene, even though you know it's basically a cigarette that I'm taking orally, um, I think it still might have benefits. It might have had benefits for me back then, just because it would kind of mitigate some of the damage of omega six. Um, it's still going to add to the anti-androgenic load, and it's still going to add to the oxidative load. You know, the anti-inflammatory effects of the acid might not counteract the pro-inflammatory um, effects of from out line. <laughs> oh, I really love this podcast. Maybe there's no one listening to this. I'm really enjoying making this every single day. I like... This is something I'm very passionate about. Um, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm getting better. I was... The other day I was looking... I'm talking too much. But the other day I was looking at my... I was, I was listening to one of my episodes. I was listening to the beginning. I'm like, what am I talking about? Because I was... I was like doing kind of what I'm doing right now where I just like tweak out and I'll just, I get like super excited about whatever I'm talking about and I don't know where to start. And I just like, it's, it's kind of confusing. So I'm, I'm trying to make it better so it can be more coherent to you guys so you can um, actually, you know, understand it and get um, more value from it. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. 